expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 49 points this morning from Friday's close at 16,391 on turnover of 3.3 billion NT. The TIEX lost ground on Friday along with other regional markets as investors reacted to the prospect of a 5% yield on 10-year U.S. Treasury bonds for the first time since 2007, which added the pressure on Wall Street overnight. Taiwan People's Party presidential candidate Ke Wenzhe is reportedly seeking to establish a cross-party committee to review and oversee plans for an electoral pact with the KMT. Ke says the committee will communicate with KMT presidential candidate Ho Yi on issues concerning the forming of a cross-party consultative group sometime this week. According to a spokesperson for Ke's office, the committee will seek to help the two parties discuss how to allocate government posts if they win the presidential election. President Tsai Ing-wen is expressing her gratitude to film and television workers and acknowledging the impact of their work on people's lives and called for more diverse and heart-touching programs. Taking to social media following this past weekend's 58th Golden Bell Awards, Tai congratulated those who won awards while thanking those in the broadcasting and TV business for their companionship. She also praised their consistent efforts to produce high-quality and diverse content, including entertainment variety programs, trend-setting reality shows, and dramas that touched on many issues. In international news, Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the United States is ready to protect U.S. personnel in the Middle East should the Israel-Hamas war escalate. AP correspondent Jackie Quinn reports. We don't want to see our forces or our personnel come under fire, but uh, if that happens... We're ready for it. And Secretary of State Antony Blinken on NBC's Meet the Press says the White House is in close contact with Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. It's vitally important that every measure be taken to protect civilians, that humanitarian assistance gets in to people who are caught in the, this crossfire. And says 10 Americans are still unaccounted for. We have a pretty strong idea that some number of the 10 at least are being held in in Gaza by Hamas. He says negotiations continue into getting more hostages released. I'm Jackie Quinn. Meanwhile, local authorities in Congo say at least 28 people drowned after a boat capsized in the Congo River. An administrator for the territory says the boat was traveling from Ngondo, about 120 kilometers from the province's capital, and crashed Saturday night in Balumba village. 
He said Sunday that about 200 passengers were rescued, and an unknown number of others were missing. It was the second boat wreck on the Congo River within a week. On October 14th, another boat capsized, killing at least 47 people and leaving more than 70 missing. And finally, a court in Iran has sentenced two female journalists to up to seven years in prison for collaborating with the U.S. government and other charges. Both have been in prison for over a year following their coverage of the death of Masa Amini while in police custody in September 2022. They can appeal the sentencing within 20 days. The journalist broke the news of Amini's death for wearing her headscarf too loosely and was sentenced to seven years in jail, while the other who wrote about Amini's funeral was sentenced to six. Amini's death touched off months long protests in dozens of cities across Iran, and nearly 100 journalists were arrested during the demonstrations. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday, Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.